learning to trust yourself and trust your equipment today on the Peace Walker podcast. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Craig Gray here, Peace Walker Podcast, episode 158. Today, we're talking about learning to trust yourself and learning to trust your equipment. So this is an important piece of being a protector. This is an important part of being a peace walker. If you don't trust yourself, if you don't trust your skills, if you don't trust your equipment, you are going to doubt, you're going to hesitate, you're going to make wrong decisions, you're not going to be confident, and it's going to be easy to either be gung-ho, trying to overcompensate for your deficiencies, or gun-shy. You are not confident enough in your skills and you shy away from things that maybe you need to embrace wholeheartedly. To start gaining these skills, stop listening to this podcast right now and Type in 6daydefense.com. And when you type in 6daydefense.com, you're going to get access to my free home study course and access to my almost daily emails. So when you type in 6daydefense.com, then you're going to see a prompt. It's going to ask you for your email. Put in your email address, click the button. And you're going to be taken to my site that is going to give you access to those videos. You're going to get a handful of videos that are very short, about five minutes each. There's about a dozen of them. And it's going to take you through a process of learning some concepts called the six A's of safety. And you're going to get access to some physical tactics of protecting yourself. But that's not all. You're going to get that, but you're also going to get access to my almost daily emails where almost every day I email out a story, something from my own life or the lives of the community members where I share with you how we use these principles, this perspective, these skills in everyday real life to be a better protector and to be a peace walker. And you'll get this training absolutely free. You'll get a closer connection to this community. And you'll get the pathway to a better life. A safer life. A more empowered life. More confident. More powerful. Clearer. You'll find that our community members who really embrace these methodologies and the perspectives live better relationships live better in their careers, are more successful, have more meaningful connections with people, 
with their kids, with their spouse, with their significant others, with their friends and family, and most of all with themselves. So, sixdaydefense.com. I'll wait. All right. So, I'm looking forward to seeing you inside of that community. You can let me know if you have any questions. So let's move along. That website and that those skills will start to give you more clarity and confidence to trust yourself and to trust your equipment. So picture this. This is a true story of me. Probably, I don't know, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, maybe even 15 years ago, I'm not sure. Time kind of flies. Speaking of flying, so I'm taking flight lessons at that time. And I was practicing the emergency procedures, emergency protocol for you know, recovering your plane after it lost its lift. After the wings lost its lift and it starts to drop. So I can remember I was flying in a little Cessna 150 with my instructor. And in a 150, which is like a tin can with wings and a rubber band <laughs> powering the, the propeller. But what you do is you climb and you climb and you pull the yoke back and you climb and you climb and you climb until your vertical lift, the thrust from your engines cannot sustain your the wing's ability to, to fly anymore. So what happens is you lose your lift and the plane drops out of the sky until it gets to a point to where it, it gains the equilibrium on that lift again and then you you know it starts to fly again so what you do is you get up to a certain altitude you pull back on on the yoke until the wings lose its lift and on Cessna 150s I don't know about other planes I know some other Cessnas have this but my plane flying is very <laughs> limited so the, the Cessna 150s have this little like whistle on the wings and they make this eerie noise. And you, so you start lifting, you start climbing, you're in a vertical lift, you're like, like you're climbing up a roller, the side of a roller coaster ready to come down and that's exactly what's going to happen. And then you hear that eerie whistle and you're waiting to lose lift and you know the plane is going to abruptly you know start to drop and then you've got this whole procedure protocol that you got to do with with uh, the plane to to recover from that uh, situation and I can remember the first several times I would do it we're lifting, we're lifting, we're lifting. I'm pulling back the yoke, pulling back the yoke. My instructor's saying, keep pulling, keep pulling, keep pulling, keep pulling. And then, boom, it feels like you're going over the edge of a roller coaster because essentially you are. And you've got to you know, do your protocol to recover the plane. And I remember I had the hardest time doing this because not only didn't I trust myself, but I didn't trust my equipment. I didn't trust 
the plane. So my instructor said, you know, the plane will fly itself. If it has enough space, it will, it will glide. So it will lose its lift. It will start to drop. But then just from the aerodynamics of the plane itself, the way it's designed, once it starts dropping, it'll right itself, and then it'll start to fly again. It'll glide if you have enough space. If you don't have enough space, then it'll hit whatever it is, you know, the ground, because it didn't have enough altitude and distance to regain its lift. So I said, are you sure? So that, that is the case. Okay. So we went up to our altitude ceiling and the same thing. And she's like, you know, I started climbing and I got the engine speed to where it's supposed to be. I started climbing, 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 climbing. And she kept, you know, telling me to pull back on the yoke, pull back on the yoke, which is increasing our vertical climb. But the propulsion of the engine was not enough to, to keep us just lifting Gravity was kind of setting, doing its thing. So she, I remember her saying, you know, pull back, pull back, pull back, pull back, pull back. And I did and I did and I hear the whistles blowing and it was kind of a, a hazy day. And we lost its lift. And she just says, let go. So I let go. I let go of the yoke. I let go or I got my feet off the pedals and we just dropped. And then sure enough, just as she said, we went down to a certain point and the plane righted itself, regained its lift, and then we started gliding. And we did several iterations of this in the plane where it would lose enough speed, enough of the forward thrust, and it would drop again. And then it would regain the speed because it was dropping. It would right itself and it would start flying again. So, you know, after I did that, I was fearless. It was like I was a, a World War II fighter pilot after that. And why? Because I trusted my equipment. And then I gained the confidence to trust myself. So this is important with being a protector. Now, your equipment, your skills and yourself, they kind of go hand in hand because your equipment in the case of learning to protect yourself could be your training, right? You got to trust the training. And then once that training is ingrained in you, you will trust yourself. But what happens to a lot of people when they come into train, they don't trust it. They don't trust the instructor. They second guess, they test, they doubt, they contradict. In the old days, that was not acceptable. You came to train, you shut the hell up, you listened to what you were told, you did what was shown, you didn't question. Now, I'm not an advocate of that methodology, but it does have some benefit. Today's day and age, we, I think, have gone too far the other way in many regards. We doubt everything. 
We do our own research on YouTube. But you don't know what you don't know. And you've gone to the instructor because of their knowledge. Now, if you're an instructor, you need to you know, entertain questions and so forth. But you also need to have enough confidence in your own skills and abilities in your own equipment to limit and draw boundaries on the student's interaction as far as asking too many questions or being disrespectful. Or you're going to end up just, you know, fighting everybody that comes in the door, which is not conducive for a healthy training session either. So it's this this delicate balance, and it's a delicate relationship when it comes to that. But you have to learn to trust yourself. You have to learn to trust your equipment. And your equipment can take on many faces depending on what's going on, depending on the situation, depending on what you're doing. Now, in the case of me flying, the equipment was my plane. In the case of shooting, your equipment's your firearm. Trusting yourself would be the skills. When it comes to a martial art, your equipment, in this case, hypothetically, is the martial art itself, and then your skills that you developed in it. So let's go forward to several years prior to that. I can remember when I was doing rock climbing and mountain climbing. I'm not talking about like going up Everest or anything, but I did climb some pretty gnarly mountains out in Estes Park and Rocky Mountain State Park in Colorado, or Rocky Mountain National Park, rather. Um, and Estes. But I was a, I was intrepid and I had friends who liked to do that and they were good enough to not get us killed. <laughs> so I would follow them around and do, and do some fun things. But the same thing holds true with that, right? I learn, had to learn to, to trust my harness, the belaying system, my carabiners, the person who was belaying me, all those different pieces of equipment for climbing, I had to learn to trust them. And once I did, I was fearless. I could be several hundreds or thousands of feet up, and I felt very comfortable and confident. But I had to trust the equipment and then learn to trust myself. And those are the days, too, where I don't know if you remember the movie Cliffhanger, that... uh, Sylvester Stallone starred in, but the, the the carabiner snapped and he his wife, I think, dropped to her death or something. And uh, I can remember there was a lot of climbing companies after that that had issue with that because people were thinking that the carabiners were going to give out. And I can remember a lot of uh, promotions, uh, you know, these companies saying, no, that is not very likely, usually it's air it's user error but you have to learn to trust the equipment and trust yourself now let's bounce ahead to the 2023 peace walker evolution training retreat where one of the 
adventure challenges that we had we were when we were up at Barothi Lodge. It wasn't at the lodge. We actually went to a ropes course, a high ropes course. And there are a few of the people, as you can well imagine, that were afraid of heights. So we are harnessed in. This is about 30 feet in the air, 30, 35 feet. So first you get harnessed in, you have a helmet on, and you tether yourself to a rope and someone belays you as you climb the initial pole up to the platform where the course is. And leading from the front, I was first to go. Um, I'm not afraid of heights necessarily, but you know, heights are heights. I'm a little nervous, <laughs> more than a little nervous, right? And I want to make sure I don't, I don't uh, drop the ball, so to speak, in front of all the people that I'm leading. So there's that little apprehension as well. So I harness myself in. The instructor's belaying me up. I climb the pole to the main platform. And then there's several rope challenges, about a dozen different challenges where you've got to balance and climb ropes and swing and keep your wits about you for, to go from one post and one section to the next. Well, the whole time you are tethered in. So, you know, if you fall, you're, you're not going to fall to your death. You've got a harness and the harness has got like a short line on it with a couple industrial carabiners on it, hooks that you hook up to a static line. And then if you fall, you, you know, you only fall as long as your short line is which isn't very much. So I can remember, you know, climbing up the pole initially was a little nerve-wracking. And then the about the first obstacle was tough. The second obstacle, the first portion of it was tough, but about three-quarters of the way through that second challenge up on the ropes course, I trusted my equipment. I trusted myself. And just to solidify that, after I finished that second uh, that second challenge, I just jumped, <laughs> letting my short line carry me. And then I was off to the races. I was having fun, had no fear, within reason and within respect of safety. And I had a great time with it. Now... There are other people there who had a greater apprehension towards heights and a couple of them never trusted themselves or their equipment so they didn't make it more than a couple steps up that pole. Other people went up the pole and decided that was good and they ziplined back down. And there was yet another person who was petrified and she really addressed her fears of heights and she did the entire course learning to trust herself learning to trust her equipment learning to trust her training and even though she was still afraid at the end she was less afraid as a matter of fact 
after she ziplined down, we were, we were recording and filming everyone. <laughs> I was joking around and I said, Hey, I, I, you know, I never did get you ziplining down. Could you, could you go up there and do it again? And I was totally joking, but then she thought I was serious. So I kind of went with it. <laughs> and so she ended up getting back here. She's like, I'll do it. I said, Oh, Oh, you will. That's awesome. Well, go ahead. I'll, I'll get you. I'll film you this time and record you this time. So she puts on her harness, puts on her helmet, confidently climbs back up the pole, person blazer up, walks out confidently to the zip line and zips line down, zip lined down with a new sense of confidence. To which she came down and I said, you know, she said, did you get it this time? I said, well, I did get it this time, but I also, I had it last time. I was kidding, and she wanted to kill me. <laughs> so she is learning to trust herself and trust her equipment. And that's exactly what we're doing when we're teaching you how to be a better protector, how to be a peace walker. You got to learn to trust yourself and learn to trust your equipment. And then possibilities open up for you that you never thought that you had. So you have to learn to trust yourself, learn to trust your equipment, whatever that is in context to what you're trying to accomplish. If you're a driver of a car, it's the car. If you're a shooter, it's your firearms. If you're a martial artist, it's your system. If you are a climber, it's your harness and your ropes and your carabiners and your belayer. If it's your if you're a pilot, it's your plane. And all of this is also your skills. You. Because if you don't trust yourself, who can you trust? So learn to trust yourself and get the equipment and get comfortable enough with the equipment to know it inside and out to where you trust your equipment. And if you don't trust your equipment, get new equipment. If you don't trust the system that you're using, find a new system. But you have to learn to trust yourself. If you don't trust yourself, none of this really makes sense. When you start losing trust in yourself, your life is going to spiral out of control. If you're on a team or a family or a relationship, you have to trust the people that are around you. You have to trust the people that are with you. You have to trust your team. You have to trust the others. This is probably one of my biggest challenges. Because early on in my young life, when I was a kid, I learned not to really trust people. I didn't really trust people. Luckily, my parents were trustworthy. But I had a lot of childhood experiences to where I didn't trust my friends. I didn't trust my brother. And, you know, back in the 70s and 80s... <clears throat> Being forthright with your emotions, especially as a man, wasn't really looked to that favorably upon. And my father 
followed that too. He was strong, silent type. So he was a little emotionally unavailable, even though I knew he loved me. But that probably contributed to some of my trust issues. But I think mainly it was because of my brother and my friends at the time, or who I thought were my friends, because they were not very nice to me. And, you know, it's isn't it interesting that things when you're a child affect you for your entire life. So here I am, almost 53 years old, and I still contend with these things from my childhood. And you do too. Everybody does. And actually, I'm thankful for them because they made me the person that I am. But they also present challenges. So there you go. Learn to trust yourself. Learn to trust your equipment. And learn to trust the people that are around you. So you have to develop the skills, the attributes, the relationships and connection to bring all this together. And this will make you a better protector, a better peace walker. If you don't have it, you're going to not be effective, not be successful, not be fulfilled, not live as whole as you could be living. So there you go. Learn to trust yourself, trust your equipment, and trust your relationships. If you want help doing this, if you want more training to do this, get on my six-day defense program. Go to sixdaydefense.com, all spelled out except for the dot, and get access to the training, the system, the equipment to learn to trust yourself more. And on that note, keep going, gang. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on the next episode. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.